What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads and your revenue. And in this video, I want to share five key lessons that we've learned from helping over 3,300 apps with their marketing. You want to avoid these critical, deadly mistakes to make sure you're set up for success. Now, before we get started, make sure you hit that subscribe button and also join us every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, where we take a look at your apps and give you some critical feedback related to helping you grow your downloads through ASO and also the product features to help you make more money and get more clarity from your apps features. So if you want to get your app audited, go fill out the form at masters.com slash audit. All right. Let's get in to the five deadly app marketing mistakes. Number one, and that is focusing too much on downloads. I hear it all the time, especially on these Friday YouTube streams where every question I get is, how do I grow my downloads? How do I grow my downloads? Help, I just launched and I'm not getting any downloads. How do I grow my downloads? And I always say, if you've got some downloads coming in, so anywhere with at least 30 downloads per day, you've got enough to fix the product. Focus on your attention, focus on your funnel, and make sure you're making money. I'm going to share you some examples that we've helped with some clients. So here's Geometry Solver. They're getting about 50 downloads a day. And we did a case study on our most recent YouTube live stream. And I'll link that into the show notes. But where he went from $1 a day generating revenues to over $17 a day with no, absolutely no increase in downloads. And those are the things that you should be focused on. So instead of thinking, how do I grow from 50 downloads today to hundred downloads a day? While that's important, it's also important to fix the app features and how do, how do you generate more money from the app, from the downloads already coming in. So don't always just focus on downloads. Okay. Now let's take at the raw numbers. If you don't believe me, here are the charts. So here's the blue. This is the app units, the downloads, and here are the sales. So again, he was making about a dollar a day until we got together. He filled out that form at masters.com slash audit. I picked it out. I said, Rudy, do you want to work together and maybe turn this into a case study? I really want to help you with your app. What I liked about it was it was a niche app, right? It's geometry solver. So I like that it's a niche app because I know I can convert with some few changes. He's already getting some downloads. I know I can convert them because they're obviously very specific. It's a specific audience and they're more likely to convert. Okay. So here's what happened. As you can see, we made some product changes that I will show you in later slides, but here's what we did. We made some product changes to the app and thank you, Rudy, for being so quick with some of those suggestions that I made and you saw an immediate increase in sales and no increase in downloads. So that's the power of really focusing on your product and your funnel. All right, let's give you another example. Here is a robot call blocker app that I absolutely love. So go check it out. It's called robot call blocker. It's a black icon search for it. It's very, very inexpensive and I use it. So I'm a paying customer as well as, you know, I got to work with this client as well. So we made some changes to the pricing page. The app allows you, you can't use the app without paying for it. So we made some changes to this pricing pages that I can't share with you. Can't give away all my secrets here, but we saw a 70% increase in conversions. So people who activated a trial and people stayed on 
after activating the trial and we saw a 46% increase in average revenue per download. Now the apps has gone gangbusters and we've nearly doubled, the, the client has nearly doubled his monthly recurring revenue ever since we started working together. Again, not a huge increase in downloads. So we really focus on the actual conversions and the funnel. Now, if you're thinking, Steve, please, please, I still want downloads. Well, I recommend using Apple search ads. You're going to get the most targeted audience because you know what keywords you're bidding on. So go run those Apple search ads, put an exact match campaign. I'll link up a video where I share two Apple search campaigns that you absolutely must set up, but I would recommend setting that up. If you're not getting at least 30 to 50 downloads a day, get some downloads in initial downloads and test that funnel and see how much money you're making. All right. Number two, and that is waiting too long to monetize. I get it. We want to make sure our customers love our products, make sure they start using it and then hopefully hit them with the sale. But I have to force you guys to do this. You have to sell it. Okay. Look, there's a business that I run. I try to give away a lot of my content for free. And that's why you're watching this on YouTube, but I also have to make money because if I'm not making money, I can't keep continuing to produce this content for free. All right. So you got to sell it. And here are some simple ways that you can do that. Number one, share this in the past. So if you've been following the channel for quite some time, you're like, Steve, Dove, share this before. But here, sh show the pricing page, this pricing page during the onboarding process. So Calm says, hey, why did you download this app? Sign up or X out, really key feature there. And do you want to buy? Because what that does is signal to the user that one, there is a paid option available and two, if you're already sold on the app, let's say I told you about an app called Calm and I was like, it's so phenomenal. It's totally changed my life. You got to go check it out. So you're like, dude, Steve says it's so great. I want to buy. So that second user, that use case, who people who already want to buy, you got to give them the opportunity to buy, right? So you don't know how they're coming in because you can't target it. Maybe you can, you can't get that sophisticated, but if it's organic, you don't know if they're like, Hmm, I just heard about calm or, Hey, I'm ready to buy. So you want this pricing page during that onboarding process. All right. Show you some other examples as well. Here's headspace again, lots of info and then boom pricing page. And then here's another app called Nomo Robo, which is a robot call up blocking app. I recommend checking out my client's app, but here's another app where you can see the, the pages and then boom, the pricing page as well. Going back to that geometry solver app that I shared with you. We went from revenues of $1 a day to $17 a day. Here's what you should also do. And that is show which things are free and which things are paid. Now, Rudy actually let everything be free before. And I was like, Rudy, you're making everything free. How are you going to get paid? So he decided to lock up some things. All right. This one, this one, this one, some of the more popular ones, he's going to lock them up. And so this is a great way. And look at this page. It's nothing You're like, all right, cool. No problem. Yes, you can buy. Sorry. You can, you can buy right here purchases, but he also locked them up. And so that's another great way. Here's another thing with Rudy's app. He has this remove ads in app purchase that I'm about to show you later. And so before it was after you clicked on this square that you saw the banner ad, and I said, Rudy, make it more disruptive. Like put that banner ad right here because most people are going to see this page and you're also going to make more money from this banner ad. And people are going to be like, I got to get rid of this banner ad 
right? And so this is another simple thing that we did to Rudy's app to drive this $1 a day to 17 a day. Now I know it doesn't seem like much to you, but everything starts. You got to get to 17 before you get a hundred, you know? And so these small little wins celebrate them. And now what Rudy's able to do is reinvest that money at a dollar a day. He can't invest any money. Now he can start using some of that funds to reinvest in Apple search ads. Now let's get into number three, and that is giving multiple options to buy. Look, we're all familiar with this. And these are the multiple options to buy. There's a great book that I'm reading called the catalyst, how to change anyone's mind by Jonah Berger. And he talks about people love options. They don't love too many options, but people want to feel like they're in control of their own actions. And so options are very important. And here's what we're familiar with monthly, annual lifetime, monthly, annual lifetime, and then these monthly and yearly type of things. Great. Now what I'm going to be doing with my subscription based app, and you guys will be seeing a case study of it soon is providing a way to just remove ads as well. I'll share why I'm going to be doing that because people want options. Maybe they don't want a subscription. Maybe they just want to give, get rid of a few things that are bothering them because I want to give them with some options, but not too many options. So don't please give them options. Okay. And here's the most popular way of doing it. Monthly, yearly, lifetime, monthly, yearly, six months, whatever it is, give them options. I prefer to give them more options than this, but this is the simple way of doing it. All right, let's take a look at what Rudy did with his geometry solver. Again, from revenue dollar a day to 17, here's was his old pricing page where he just allowed you to buy ad, remove ads. So that was it. And I was like, Rudy, you know, we got to give him more options. And so as you guys remember, we locked some of these shapes. We said, Hey, unlock these shapes, remove ads or do both for this same price. And why I love options is because humans are illogical. We're irrational. We make emotional buying decisions. When we see a pricing page like this, let's take it back. When we see a pricing page where it just has remove ads, one option to buy, we probably don't want to lose again, a part of human psychology behavior. We don't want to lose anything. And so we don't want to lose the 199. If you're saying either lose 199, which is pay 199 or don't pay, I don't want to lose two bucks, but if you show more options here, one that says unlock shapes, one that says both versions where you get to remove the ads and for the same price, we become irrational. Now it's not about losing. Now we're gaining. Oh my gosh, we get to get this price 349, which is the same price as his unlock shape. I'll do it. And Rudy, what he's found out is actually some people just say remove ads. And so again, this is why it's so powerful. You would think that almost hundred percent would buy the full version, but Rudy is finding that people are just buying the cheaper option because they just want the ads gone, right? Maybe they just want to support the developer and they're like, Hey, you know what? I'll just throw a couple of bucks your way. So this is why options are so powerful. And that's what I would do. Subscription-based plans is provide an option where they can buy one time. And I know they're kind of doing it here with the lifetime offer. But think about ways that you can provide more options, whether I know a lot of you guys have subscription based apps and you have this remove ads. So give them an opportunity, just remove ads, make it $2, make it $5, whatever it is, because once they pay for something, they're actually more likely to pay. So it is a signal that, Hey, if they remove ads, they're probably going to likely become a subscriber further down the road as well. So give them a cheaper option that they can pay you for. All right, now let's go on to number four and that's relying too much 
on ASO. Look, I get it. I do a lot of ASO. That's what I'm mainly known for. When you search for YouTube, App Store Optimization, guess who's number one? This guy. But I got to tell you, there are so many other variables to ASO than just keyword optimization, which is what we mostly think about when we think about ASO. There's download velocity. There's screenshot optimization. There's search boost campaigns as well. All this stuff go into ASO. And so what I implore you to do is ASO is just part of the puzzle. If you rely too much on it to take it really to the next level, you're going to have to spend some money on search ads, on Facebook ads, some paid acquisition model, because if you look at any of the million dollar apps, the tens of million dollar of apps, you're going to find that they have some paid marketing involved. They fix their funnel. They know their funnel to a team and they've got a paid model that works well for them. It all feeds into each other. The more paid downloads you can get, the more, the better your keyword rankings are going to be, the better your organic downloads are going to be. So all of these things, all these variables work intertwined together and they all help each other. All right. Now let's look at the last one. And that is relying too much on Apple features or Google features and PR. Look, we're the number one agency when it comes to helping clients get featured by Apple. We've helped over 34 as of this recording apps get featured and a handful of them have gotten game of the day of the day and app of the day. So we know how powerful it can be, but in 2020, it has changed because the app store has changed. It's really the biggest driver is going to come through this, right? this game of the day. And that's where you get a lot of people. And also these are great, but not the most. And what I always tell clients is yes, it's great to be featured on TechCrunch. Yes. It's great to be featured by Apple, but it's neither going to make or break your business. It won't matter. It's great. It's a nice little vanity metric to say, Oh, I was on an app store feature. So definitely put on your screenshots if you get a feature, but again, it's not gonna, you'll be fine whether you get it or not, right? It's nice to have, but it's not a necessity when it comes to figuring out what you should be doing with your app marketing. And I want to show you some numbers too. So here's a client of ours that actually got an app full feature and we ran some campaigns on it. And I love this campaign called free promotional campaign. So you can search for it, search for apps gone free on our website at masters. I share how you can do it. But here's what happened. This free promotional campaign drove 941 downloads. So about a thousand downloads by running this campaign. It's for a very niche app. Okay. Because it's a kid's music app. And most of the time we get thousands of downloads within a matter of days. Okay. But again, very niche app. And we got about a thousand downloads after running this campaign. So a few days afterwards, we, we drove it. Now we got an app store, app store feature a few weeks after this. And it was a great surprise. I was like, Oh yeah, I can't believe it. And so that drove for the lifetime of it, about 3000 downloads. So again, you're like, Whoa, Steve, isn't an app store feature worth it? Absolutely. But here's the problem. The problem is that you're only going to get that app store feature likely just once you have no idea when it, if, and when you'll ever get it again. So the free promotional campaign that I ran that drove thousands, well, a thousand for this particular app, thousand downloads, we get to run it every single month. So just think about that. That's going to be 12,000 downloads, give or take, let's say 
10 to 12,000, because obviously the more we run it, the less downloads we're going to get, but that's going to be about 10 to $12,000 per year. Whereas an app store feature, yes, we got 3000 downloads, but are we going to ever get that feature again? We don't know. And it's beyond our control. So that's why I say, yes, it's nice, but it's not going to make or break your business. All right, guys, that's it. Let me know in the comments below, which of the app marketing mistakes, the five of them that you fall prey to, which one are you a victim of? Which one are you currently focused on? And is it a mistake for you? And also, if you guys want us to take a look at your app for free, it's a long list. I got to tell you, but go check out appmasters.com slash audit, and you can fill out that form and you'll be added to the queue and join us every Friday live at 9am Pacific time, 12pm Eastern time. And I think it's about five or six in the, in Europe, but join us every Friday live where we're going to take a look at those apps and share with you what's working in the app space. All right, guys, till next time, I'll see you on the next video. Bye.